0: yo what's up it's your boy doug teenager of the year you're listening to the wns podcast we're gonna skate the one song and one song
1: you're listening to the official wrestling news source podcast for all your information go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or wns podcast now here are your hosts daniel heron tyler Bear, and doug that's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel O'Haron I'm Tyler Abear. I'm Doug, Teenager we, of the Year. And we welcome you to episode 198 of the official podcast for wrestlingnewsource.com For all of your information, go to wrestlingnewsource.com. Check us out on Facebook, wrestlingnewsource.com You can find us on Facebook, WNs Podcast on YouTube, WNs Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling Newsource podcast. Source Podcast. Wow!
2: That's wow! That's right. Uh, if you want to follow us on Stitcher, then call beyond, for your bar beyond pod and player.fm, just start trusting a new source podcast to find us. At uh, the bathroom style. Twitter, we're
0: at W N S podcast. Wow. At WNS underscore Daniel and at Tyler underscore
1: Where you deserve to have it all. The followers the that nation. is. The one the path to one million followers. How's that going by the way? When was the last time you checked your Twitter? I don't know. Do you even have the Twitter app on your phone? Not anymore. Not anymore. I didn't I just, uh, just uh, he he got a new it phone and yeah. just didn't even. Okay. So that's that's how dedicated he is to not tweeting until he, gets, until he gets a million followers, folks. You got to get there and uh, make sure you follow us. So. Let him know. Let him know. So uh, getting ever closer to that episode 200 right around the corner, trying to think of uh, some special things that we can do. Who knows? Tossing around a few ideas. We'll uh, see what we can do, but uh, but first, how you guys doing? All right. Yeah, you hanging in there? Mm-hmm. How was uh, how was Renfest?
2: It was all right. Yeah. Uh, same. I mean, I probably go every other year, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's the same. I just pretty much went there to eat food. Yeah. But I think next time I'm gonna go. I'm gonna save up money because there's some swords I want.
1: There you go. Yeah. Good stuff. The violent stuff.
2: I mean, one that you clearly can't hurt—you just whack the shit out of someone. It's yeah. The keyblade replica, mm-hmm. and then y'all told me there's like a, a metal uh, master sword I can find. There is. Because I found a wooden master sword.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they sell metal. All the, of those. Yeah,
2: I want the metal. The good stuff.
1: Sword. It's a little pricey, but it's good stuff.
2: The master sword.
1: Yeah, I thought about maybe getting it, but then I was like, "Nah, I think uh, I think my days of collecting stuff like that might be might be behind me." No, it's not. It might be. You know. can rule the world with the Master Sword and the Dragon Balls. <laughs> yes, I could. That would be awesome. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, well, I'm glad you had a mediocre time, I guess. <sighs> we'll, we'll talk I about... I
2: don't want a mediocre.
1: I don't want to... We'll talk about more mediocre what? things a little bit later on in the show. Doug, how are you doing? I'm good. Yeah? Got a little casserole in your belly, so you happy, Doug? Yep. All right. So, I know we, uh, we were very tempted to, uh, to leave the store. Plenty of opportunity... But we decided to show patience to the workers and not skip out on the bill. No, it wasn't packed. I just just didn't pay attention to y'all. There was just, I mean, we were up at the front counter for probably five minutes at least. No one was there. No one. Take some Andy's Mints. Peace. I'm out. I did. Well, I had some mints and they were delicious. So, uh, but yeah, so welcome to the show. Oh, sorry.
2: Speaking of Andy's Mints. Those mints like that. Mm -hmm. I got at the Renaissance Festival a block of fudge that was the mint chocolate fudge. Tastes exactly like that. It was delicious. Like the
1: grasshopper bark?
2: I don't know what that is. Okay.
1: Well, it's the same concept. Okay. Shit's gross. (laughs) Amazing is what it is. (laughs) So, uh, so yeah, so we're on the show, got quite a bit to talk about, we're going to talk about feedback, we've got some Hell in a Cell discussions, Raw, Total Divas, Hot Topics, Q&A, all the good stuff, so we'll dive right on in to some of the feedback that we got, the first bit of feedback we have is from Rob, saying, I like tacos, especially on Tuesdays, so very good stuff, I'm <laughs> glad to know that you, you like tacos as well. Were um, we talking about tacos? We, I believe so. Okay, well I mean, but, uh, there's nothing wrong with tacos. Taco Tuesday is always badass, so um, Unless of course you have an enchilada, which is pretty good as well. Mm-hmm. So that's what I had. But thanks for uh, thanks for the feedback, Rob. Uh, next bit of feedback we have is from Richard saying, "Trust me, fellas, my agenda is to be nothing more than a die-hard John Cena fan and to get people talking about John Cena." I feel that John Cena is underappreciated. I appreciate the work you guys do on the podcast. I listen and look forward to it every week. I just want to bring attention to the Cena haters that there is more to Cena than he gets credit for credit for maybe a listener is a cena hater and maybe just maybe what i post may change their opinion about john cena either way i am a cena fan till the day i die hlr hustle Hustle loyalty, respect respect. so there you go so so no interior plans no motive just a diehard subpoena cena supporter subpoena Subpoena supporter so yeah good stuff so uh so thank you Thanks for the uh, the feedback there, Richard. We appreciate it. But now it's time to dive on into Hell in a Cell as it took place this past Sunday. We got to enjoy it on the WWE Network, which uh, we tested it out on the uh, PlayStation 4 for the first time. I know we tried it on the Xbox 360. So it 360. runs
2: smoother than Xbox 360? So much smoother. S- or same. You could tell the difference. Oh my sure. goodness.
1: So much smoother. I mean, I know we've seen on Xbox. We've tried the Xbox and, and it was terrible. There's
2: like once that it did it.
1: Yeah. And, uh... You know, we had to. We hooked up my laptop, and every once in a while, it would act up. But
2: I mean, I have I I didn't have any problems on the PS3. Yeah, when I did it, but I never did it on Xbox.
1: Yeah, well, I, I downloaded the thing on the uh, the PlayStation 4, and it runs very smoothly. I think we only had maybe one or two hiccups uh, throughout the entire broadcast. Um, so, you know, very impressed with the, uh, with the way the PlayStation four handled the, uh, the WWE network. So for those of you who do have a PlayStation four, there is an option for you, uh, to use. But like we said, Hell in a Cell took place this past Sunday. Uh, the first matchup we got to see Dolph Ziggler versus Cesaro in a two out of three falls match for the intercontinental championship. Uh, this one only ended in two, which is kind of surprising. You know, they normally have these matches go three, um, just because it's a specialty way, match, but,
2: but out of that. Sorry, can't talk. Uh, I can't believe that uh, Cesaro didn't pick up at least one win.
1: Exactly, like I said, you know, some these matches tend to go to the third. The well, third. Well, I match guess up, since that
2: was like the first match, and there was some time for everyone else later mm-hmm. on down the line.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, Cesaro getting the shaft? I don't. I'm not sure. I mean, especially with the way that they booked him uh, for Hell in a Cell, and the way that they booked him on Raw. Uh, didn't, didn't seem to be very strong for him, a strong couple of days. Uh, but the match ends in two falls with the, uh, Victor being, uh, Dolph Ziggler. Um, Doug, what do you think about this matchup?
0: I was, I was surprised too. I've seen two out of three falls matches end in two straight falls before, mm-hmm. but, uh, not in the WWE to my recollection. That doesn't really
1: seem like their style. So it was, um, uh, it's not an everyday occurrence when they have those matches.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I would like to. I'd be curious to see what the numbers are for the WWE, at least as far as how many, how many two out of threes have gone in two straight falls. Yeah. I, not none that I can remember off the top of my head. Although it may have happened. I'm not. I'm not saying definitively. I just. Right. It's very unlike them to do that kind of a thing. Yeah. Um. This was real good, but it was real weird. and in the fact that. Um, Not just that Ziggler got two straight falls. I guess maybe they've been booking him sort of weak and maybe they wanted to present him strong here. Mm -hmm. I can understand that. But um, what I thought was really weird is I really thought they were maybe turning uh, Cesaro babyface in this match just because of all the limb work from Ziggler on Cesaro came across a lot lot of the time to me as if Cesaro was working from underneath that they were trying to gain some sympathy for cesaro cesaro was selling the arm a lot ziggler was working the arm a lot and a lot of his spots were sort of him hulking up out of the 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 damaged arm mm-hmm. um which is which is weird it's it's not i'm not saying that it is strictly a limb work is strictly a heel tactic um but the way that wwe generally presents a limb work is to gain sympathy for the baby face right so they've sort of have me trained to expect that if i see limb work that they're trying to gain sympathy for a baby face so it was a weird dynamic and of course i'm not saying it is a it is a strict rule that only heels work limbs i'm just saying that generally that's the story they tell so whenever i see that i expect their baby face and cesaro and it was sort of a weird dynamic to the match it was a good match it was just really weird for a number of reasons
1: yeah um, I particularly like this matchup. I thought it was a very strong start to the pay-per-view. Um, you know, they had some good chain spots towards the end. Um, especially with sort of like the uh, you know, the finish for Ziggler just trying to put Cesaro away for the uh for the second time. The uh the superplex from Cesaro onto onto Ziggler was uh really impressive. You know, the strength of Cesaro just cannot be matched. Um and it was very impressive to see how strong he really is to be able to, you know throw Ziggler around the way he does uh the crowd was into it I was into it um like I said I was a little bit shocked as the as far as the ending I figured Cesaro would have gotten at least one victory in it but uh but uh Ziggler ended up getting the victory to uh retain the Intercontinental Championship so um all in all it was a fairly good matchup good start to it uh that takes us into the next match which got to see the uh, battle of the Bellas Nikki versus Brie Loser has to become the personal assistant of the winner for thirty days. I bet you wanted this to end quickly. Actually, um, you know, I think we all went into this matchup with low expectations of the match. I felt like they delivered. Um, you know, they they stepped up their game a little bit in this matchup. There were some pretty hard shots uh, thrown about in this matchup. Some pretty tough kicks. Um, you know, it was a short matchup. the uh, The crowd was somewhat into it. Um, but I, when the the final bell rang, I actually wasn't hating this matchup, um, with uh, with Nikki end up getting the victory. How about you, Doug?
0: Yeah, I mean this is easily the best Divas match I've seen all year. Um, they wow, they really worked their asses off. They tried really hard. Um, they definitely exceeded expectations. Um, if you're going to nitpick this match, it would the only thing that I would really find to nitpick is that. Nikki probably went to the, God, what do I have to do to put you away a little bit too early? Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, this was totally fine and totally fun. And uh, I don't know. If you're looking... I mean, if you're shitting on this, you're just looking to shit on a Divas match. I mean, yeah. there, this was totally acceptable. This was actively good. And um, mm-hmm. this was, you know... Yeah, I, like I, I said,
1: I think we, we had low expectations going into it. Sure. But it was surprisingly, you know, I mean, entertaining. I, I,
0: I expect the... Um, I mean... The angle getting to the match was sort of dreadful, but the match itself was good. And, mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, we probably are going to expect the angle coming out of the match to be pretty bad as well, but that doesn't take away from the ring work. They right. they worked hard, and they put on, a, uh, put on a good match. Yeah,
1: so good stuff. So Nikki ends up getting the victory. Bree has to become Nikki's personal assistant for 30 Bitch. days. Bitch, if you want to call her that. Uh, and they actually had a segment later on in the show where Bree was toting Nikki's bags to the car, and Nikki pours the milk, you know, a shake on her or whatever. Um, smoothie, smoothie, yes, thank you. Um, and saying, "Now go, go make one for me the way that I like it." Ha, ha, ha. Bitch, bitch. Um, so that takes us into the next matchup: Goldust and Stardust going up against the Usos for the tag team championship. Um, I thought this was uh, another pretty solid matchup. I I wouldn't say it was great, just because I think we've seen these two. Um, you know, perform with one another for so long now, um, that they ha- they haven't really done much to wow me lately. Um, so I thought it was a I thought it was a good match. It was a solid matchup. Um, can't remember too much that that really happened, but uh, Golden Stardust ended up getting the victory. What do you think about it, Doug?
0: It was fine. It, it broke down into some very familiar territory as the Usos matches seem to do, mm-hmm. but uh. It was totally fine. Yeah. I have, a, I mean, look this 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 pay per view, it as a whole was super solid. Yeah, and give me a card chock full of solid, fun, easy digest digestible matches all day over a card with like two awesome matches and some fucking mm-hmm. dog shit to slog through. Like I. I would much rather have consistently fun and consistently good matches than a couple of great matches or, and some bad. Ma- you know what I mean? Like, yeah.
1: It was just real consistent. The card, as you know, as I was as we were watching it and as it was wrapping up, uh, the only thing that popped into my head was the Money in the Bank 2011. You know, a lot of people will only remember that pay per view for the CM Punk John Cena match, but when we reviewed it, uh, whenever it happened, you know, we went. From top to bottom of that card, and all the matches were solid matches. So, and I feel, I had the same feeling for this one. You know, there were a lot of strong matches. A lot of the people, you know, delivered in their matches. Some people say, "Oh, well, it was predictable." Yeah, it might have been predictable. We predicted a lot of the winners. However, it was enjoyable. You know, um, the only match that I only that I really had any problems with was the Divas Championship match, uh, just because I felt like that one fell a little bit flat. But all of the other matches, they had stories. They had different things to tell, different stories to tell. Some were, you know, for comedy. Some were for excitement. Some were for action. You know, um, so I didn't, I didn't have a problem with this pay per view at all. I don't know. I really don't know what a lot of people are complaining about, saying, "Oh, this, you know, this pay per view is terrible." Um, but I thoroughly enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, I mean. You could nitp- nitpick this pay per view, and we're going to, yeah. because that's what we do.
1: That but, is. I mean,
0: I really don't see some some real some of the real negative stuff that I saw. I just can't even. I can't even see. I die eye eye with them. I don't mm-hmm. even know where they're coming from. This was um, just solid top to bottom. I mean,
1: yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Goldust and Stardust end up retaining the titles, um, take us, taking us into the uh, the first Hell in a Cell match. Uh, John Cena versus Randy Orton, and I know there was a lot of debate over uh, which match was <laughs> going to be the first Hell in a Cell match and which one was going to close the show out. Uh, a lot of people were thinking Cena's Cena and Orton were going to close think the a show. Good choice. I thought it was yeah, I thought it was an excellent choice. Uh, these guys, you know, they we know their history. They showed a video package to start it, which I thought was phenomenal. Um, you know, they these two have their history. They have their past um and they both want to become the number one contender. so there's your story there's everything that you need to know and um and these guys went at it um yeah. you know a lot of good action uh, a lot of ring work a lot of weapons were used um I, you know this is one of my favorite matches of the night very good stuff from these guys and uh you know a lot of people were going to talk crap about john cena a lot of people are going to talk crap about randy orton as far as their matches goes but i feel like this is uh, definitely a strong one uh this was a very good matchup
2: uh i guess you don't i don't say this that often or you won't hear me uh, say this, th- this often
1: but i wanted orton to win yeah um i think we were all you know you kind of you kind of swayed us in that one uh for wanting orton to win but um but, unfortunately, he did not get the job done. John Cena gets the victory. Uh, Doug, what did you think about the matchup?
0: I was a very good match. Yeah. Um, we have our qualms about how they got here, about what the stipulation – well, not stipulation, but what is going to come out of this match. And that's all fine and legitimate, like, complaints. But mm-hmm. as a, a lot of people were rolled down on another cena Orton match. But, you know, they – I mean – as far as I'm concerned, it's probably Match of the Night. I thought it was, uh, like, real good good work from these guys. I don't know what else you could want from them. I mean, yeah. you could talk all the shit you want, but they delivered, I mean. hmm
1: So, it was uh, really good stuff. So, Cena ends up getting the victory and uh, puts on a heck of a show. So, next up, we got to see Sheamus going up against The Miz um, for the United States title. And this is what I was talking about as far as the uh, the comedic effect. You know, the focus was mostly on uh, Mizdow. Rather than the match itself. And I'm actually starting to have a problem with that because, you know, you want the focus to be on the match, but, you know, it's being taken away by Mizdow, which I understand they're trying to get him over with the crowd and, you know, when that face turn inevitably comes. However, you know, if you're wanting to put some prestige behind the United States title, you need to have some focus on the United States title and what's happening with it. Um, But other than that, I thought the match was okay. Um, Didn't have any real bad issues with the outcome. Uh what what did you guys think?
0: I mean, I honestly couldn't tell you if the match was good or not for the same reason that you stated because mm-hmm. it was so hard not to watch Damian Sandow. because yeah. he I mean he's really he's really crossed the line there, like you said. It's uh it's too much. He needs to dial it back. You... Mm.
1: <sighs> or he can do his stuff, but don't have the camera like don't let that be all that we see.
2: Well, you know, also you I don't have know
1: the commentary
2: guys talking about him the whole time too. Yeah. So that does take away from it though.
1: Well, commentary takes away from the match as it is, but uh, you know, like if he's going to be doing stuff, you know, have the focus be on the match and just have him in the in the background, you know. Well, I,
0: it's just evolved into he's trying to like work out he's trying to mime out the whole match and I just don't think that works. Yeah. And and um I mean that's not even what a stunt double does anyway. I mean, mm-hmm. I like like it's hard to fault Sandow because clearly he's doing the best he can to make the most of what he's been given. Right. So you can't fucking fault him for that. But it's somebody's job somewhere to say tone it down,
1: just dial it tan, back. Yeah. Right.
0: And look, I'm fine with what. I mean, what I would like want to see out of him is yes, he mimics the entrance on the way they do it, like in stereo. They do the right. they do the entrance together. He's standing on the side. Uh, I like whenever maybe the Miz is like laying on the on the ground on the outside. I like that he'll go like next to him. I mm-hmm. like that. Even some of the bigger spots that he could play for comedy, like when he was planking on the uh yeah, on the that's, stairs. That all that all works, but like to mime out every fucking move that happens in the match is just too much. Yeah. And it draws too much attention away from the match. I think, you know <sighs> do the big spots, do the entrance, um, you know, like take the finish of the other guy. That's all stuff that makes sense as a stunt double, but it's, it's just—it's crossed the line. It's become this too big. It's not for what stunt
1: it is. double; it's mime now.
0: Yeah, and it just—it takes all the focus away from what's going on. Also, yeah.
2: I thought after um match was over and he was grabbing Miz's arm, and San- Sandal was laying next to him. And the but yeah, thing. the whole—he should like when he got him up. Did a jiggle thing, he should have turned around and just clothesline Sheamus. Yeah. That's what I felt should have happened.
1: It's like there's a, there's a point where you stop being the stunt double slash, you know, voodoo do, voodoo doll mime <laughs> thing and stick up for your guy. You yeah. know, like if this is the guy you're supposed to be partnering with, you need to make sure he's taken care of. Yeah. If Sheamus is going out there making Miz do the YMCA, you know, you need to be trying to stop him. Mm-hmm. Like, you're you're embarrassing the Miz, therefore you're embarrassing me. You know this this cannot stand. So
0: I I mean I have less of a problem with all that before and after shit than I do like just during the match, just the constant like that grates me like much much more than the rest of it.
1: Hmm. But uh, regardless, Sheamus does end up retaining the match, uh, the championship, uh, defeating the Miz, which brings us into the next matchup: Rusev going up against Big Show. Um, you know, another match that I felt delivered. These are two huge guys and uh and they cranked it up. I mean, they was there were some hard hits, pretty some pretty fast action. Um, you know, Mark Henry made his presence known. we were expecting the heel turn, but uh it was not to be that night. But um but Rusev ends up getting the victory. Uh what did you guys think about the matchup? I mean, it was just pretty solid solid
0: stuff from these guys. There mm-hmm. was uh, some good lo- limb work from Rusev to start. Uh, Sho sort of dropped the selling after a while, which was, you know, I, I wish he would have stuck with that. But uh, I don't know. Show is a guy who will, like, for a big man, like, bump around a lot.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, athletically.
0: And, and, and that sort of, like, is what Rusev – I mean, that, that helps Rusev out a lot as as to making him look like a, you know, legit threat or whatever. So Yeah. I was fine with this
1: stuff. I like the finish where, you know, Rusev delivered his, his kicks, you know, and it brought Big Show down to his knee. He delivered another one, and he, uh, he probably deli- did, like, two or three of them, right? Something like that.
0: can't remember. I, I remember. I remember, like, having a question over the finish because he clearly didn't pass out, but we didn't see him tap. Yeah, so we yeah. It, was it was a bad camera angle on we that We didn't know one. if the ref stopped it or if he tapped he, on the, his hand the far hand.
1: Up but, still. yeah. Who knows, but um, but yeah, but Rusev ends up getting the victory, uh, which takes us into the uh, the Divas Championship match, AJ versus Paige. Um, these girls just don't have any chemistry do they? Yeah, it's just it's fizzled, and it's you know it's the storyline that isn't ending, but it's just I don't know, I don't know what what to Meh. do for these two. Um, it's just it was a short matchup, like Doug said, they didn't have any chemistry together. They don't in general,
0: like, in, in any of their matches, to I me. Mean.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, you know, we haven't heard from the Divas Champion in a while. And we have these, you know, feuds that the only interaction they have is, like, one's on guest commentary while the other one's in the ring. Like, that's that's it. Like, I don't know. I, I've I, If they're going to do it this long, I want there to be a reason other than, oh, well, I got a better friend than you now. Ha, ha, ha. You know, it's just... I don't huh. know I don't know what they're doing. But uh AJ ends up getting the victory. Um, like I said, this was the only match that I had any kind of issues with. But uh but that takes us into the uh the main event, the final matchup of the night. Seth Rollins going up against Dean Ambrose, hell in a cell. Uh, and this matchup had a start before the matchup where Dean Ambrose climbs up to the top of the cell and Seth Rollins sends up uh Joey Mercury Mercury and Jamie No Muckle Muckley. Um and uh, you know, there's a brawl that ensues at the top of the at the of the cell, um, ends up sending Rollins and Ambrose off the cage uh, and through both of the announce tables, which which was a good spot. Um, I liked it, and uh, the crowd went nuts for it. Um, you know, then they had the oh, let's you know bring out the stretchers and bring them to the back, but you know, neither of them wanted to do that as they brawled back Chains into the cell. There. Kane made his presence known, which whatever. Don't really do that much. Yeah, he used the fire extinguisher. Mom. Um, but I, I enjoyed this matchup as well. Um, you know, a lot of good action, a lot of uh, you know, good use of the weapons and such. Uh, the match ended when Bray Wyatt made his return, attacked Dean Ambrose, uh, giving Seth Rollins the win. So um, I
2: guess that's a way to to get them away from each other. Yeah, Not like Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins. I didn't. I liked it but I didn't quite like it. I don't know.
1: Okay. What did you like?
2: I I I like Bray Wyatt. I know they don't they're trying to like since he's not with his brothers anymore or whatever, mm-hmm. they're having something for him to do. I don't know. I wanted to I guess I wanted Dean to win and just and that really wouldn't finish the the um the feud, I guess if he won.
1: Yeah. And you don't want to have Rollins get the win. Well, I mean, that it, it's sort of a, a tough situation to have either one win. Yeah. You know, I mean, Rollins in, ended up getting the victory, but it was through the help of Bray Wyatt. So do you really do you really want to have either guy get the clean win so that maybe you can continue this storyline a little bit further down the road? You know, you could have, like, after the Bray Wyatt feud, Dean Ambrose could say, hey, Rollins, we're not done yet. Uh, You know, Bray Wyatt was just a detour, but now I'm focused back on you. Um, But I don't know. Um, Doug, what did you think about this matchup?
0: Well, it's sort of hard to rate because it wasn't really a match. It was really, like, one monster bump they took, and then they did a little bit of brawling after that. Mm -hmm. So less of a match, more of, like, a big bump and, you know, hitting each other with shit. But it was, I mean... That being said it was a cool match with a fucking stupid finish <laughs> like I get I get that you want to transfer the feud without giving it a clear victory I get that you want to keep both these guys strong I understand that they're trying to say well once Seth eventually cashes in and is the champ then Ambrose you know has unfinished business with him and he's a de facto like ch- challenger. I, I get all that mm-hmm. shit, but this is the second pay per view in a row where you giving a fuck finish in your main event. And that's just not good business, man. That's, uh, it's just bullshit. I mean, you've got, we, we, we learn on Raw that it looks like the rumors are true and that we're really not going to see Lesnar until, until the Rumble, at least not through, you know, at least not through November anyway. Yeah, unless and, they do something at TLC. And why would the fuck would they do that? Right. So we probably aren't seeing Lesnar until the Rumble. And last time Rumble, last time Lesnar was here, you fuck finished his match. Now you're fuck finished in this main event. That's just bad business. Like, mm-hmm. there are
1: people out there still paying $50 a pop for this yeah, shit. Yeah, and they even made mention of that during the pay-per-view. You're stupid if you're... I, I, yeah, <laughs> I mean...
0: I'm just saying, man. That's, that's just not a way to do business. This is... I mean like clearly I mean not not clearly but it seems as if they're trying to change their model where they want to direct everything back to TV Mm -hmm. because the shit's gonna you're getting the shit with the network or whatever but you still gotta deliver on the big shows. You can't have everything fucking happen on Raw. Everything I mean if everything's gonna happen on fucking Raw then don't have the big shows. I mean like (sighs) deliver on your main events. Like Mm -hmm. I, I, I forgive a fuck finish here and there and I know that I know the roster's thin and they're trying to keep these guys strong to do other things with them but I mean that's your own fucking fault. I mean like that's what happens when you don't
1: build future stars. <laughs>
0: you got to deliver on these main events. There's mm-hmm. you cannot give two pay-per-views in a row where you can where you don't give a real finish to your main. Event. Yeah. That's lame. Yeah. And it would have came off even luckily they took they took Wyatt off TV for a while because if he had been here this whole time, it would have come off even lamer that he mm-hmm. would, it would have had no impact. Yeah. Like I didn't have so much of a problem. Like what ha- actually happened? Just the fact that they didn't give a finish <laughs> to the match. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was, it was fine. Like I didn't have a problem with what he did. It's just the fact that it happened. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: I and the know. holograms in yeah. the smoke.
0: <laughs> you got to give a finish. To these fucking matches, man, especially your main events. Come on.
1: Yeah. Well, they did. They did with Rollins getting the victory, and he was victorious.
0: <laughs> I mean... Not enough. It's a, it's a fuck finish. I yep. mean, it's, it is what it is. I mean, yep. they did it with Lesnar and Cena last month.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or what was it, the month before, whatever.
1: Whenever it was, yeah. But that's pretty much the end of uh, Hell in a Cell. Like we said, overall, it was a pretty solid uh, solid card, solid pay-per-view. So, um, you know, not too much to nitpick about. Uh, but that takes us into Raw. It happened on Monday night. Uh, we kick things off with the authority coming out, talking about, you know, what's, what's in the future, that being Seth Rollins. And Randy Orton comes out and says, hey, I gave you a chance. If you're not going to take care of this situation, I will. Um, you know, attacking Rollins, Triple H tries to separate him, saying, you know, we're not doing this tonight. We're not going to do it. Take the night off. You know, think about what you're doing. And then Orton delivers the RKO uh, to Seth Rollins to uh, to make his leave.
2: Oh, slowly turning Orton
1: face. Yeah, I mean the crowd was definitely uh, behind Orton on this, and uh, you know it's it's certainly looking like that baby face turn is uh, is imminent. Uh, Doug, what do you think about it?
0: Uh, I thought it was pretty enjoyable and pretty interesting. It's the first time in a long time I felt like. Horton's been able to even make me like raise an eyebrow as to what yeah. he's been doing. I was like, oh, okay, well, we see a little fire from him. We see a little, I don't know. Just, it was a nice change of pace from when he, he, he felt like he gave a shit about what he was doing. Yeah. A lot of times he feels like he's just going through the motions, but uh, felt like he was, his, you know, uh, he, he he showed up for work today. I mean,
1: you know what I mean? Like, yeah. His mic skills, you know, he, he showed more aggression, but I was listening to what he was saying. It was, it sort of seemed like he was, You know, so caught up in in the emotion of it all, he was forgetting what he was trying to get across.
0: Well, I can relate to that, and, like, I can appreciate that. Like, I don't mind that you're, like, a, quote, like, technically a worse speaker if you're giving me, like, the emotion behind it, you
1: know what I mean? I'll stop when he's dead. (laughs) Yeah. That was pretty tough. So, uh, but, yeah, I mean, it was a pretty good start. Like I said, the crowd was behind it. Um. And uh, looks like Orton's gonna be uh, making that face turn here coming up soon. Making that face turn. Making that face turn. Rolling hard. So uh, next up, we got to see uh, Goldust and Stardust going up against Mark Henry in The Big Show. Uh, and they showed before before the matchup. Big Show was um, unhappy with Mark Henry. He felt like he was he, like Henry came out there to distract. Um, Big Show during the Rusev match, and he was like, "No, man, I was out there to to try and celebrate." But you know, I did I did get a, something that'll make it better to you. I gotta say, uh, a tag team championship match against the uh, the Dust Brothers. So, um, so this happens. Um, it was an okay matchup. I thought, you know, with with Big Show and Mark Henry, there probably should have been a lot less offense on the size of Gold and Stardust than than there were. It wasn't about the match, though. Yeah. Um, but just you know size differentials for for me would have you know made a little more sense if you know they did what they did but um but the uh you know Mark Henry was in the ring, big show goes to tag him in tag himself in, I should say, and Mark Henry kind of turns around and is like, yo man what are you what are you doing tagging me like that you know it's like you don't even know me why are you why are you hitting me so hard um, I forgot what else he said, but um. Uh, pretty much the gist of it, more or less.
0: He's yeah. really he's really good at that. Um, you can hear what he's saying, but he's not on mic speaking. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like where he's not he's he's clearly not promoting to the crowd, but they're just overhearing what he's saying. Yeah. He always has killer lines whenever he's not technically on the mic, but you can hear him. You're tagging me like you don't even know me. Yeah, I mean, it was sort of. This this comes about like really sudden for two guys who have not have been getting along. I don't. It was all about. I mean, I guess you could argue frustration pent up over losing to Rusev. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, I get it. But Henry's just such a fucking good heel that like I'm I like willing to just let them get him there however he needs to be, get there. Yeah.
1: So. Right. Good stuff. So, uh, but yeah, during the matchup, uh, Mark Henry ends up turning on Big Show, delivering the World's Strongest Slam, throwing Gold Dust on top of him. Uh, getting the one, two, three, and then uh, as Big Show starts to get up, Big stardust. or Stardust, excuse me, um, as Big Show starts to recover, he gives him another World's Strongest Slam. The fans chant one more time, one more time, and you know Mark Henry obliges and delivers the World's Strongest Slam for a third time to Big Show. What
0: he did that was so awesome is before, like. Um he did this like great baby face thing right before he turned hill when they were chanting sexual chocolate. He did the old like thing in the corner, mm-hmm. you know, where he's like playing. He had like this big like smile and like, and then they show big show. and They both had big smiles. It's like, having fun. Yeah. And- it was like this great moment of like of perfect baby like right before the hill turn. It's mm-hmm. almost like he was playing it up like to that <laughs> uber level right before he turned it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's
1: real great about that little, little shit like that. Just the little details like it was
0: really good you're having
1: fun i'm having fun tag what did you just do no you didn't just tag me like that (laughs) so uh so yeah so three world's strongest slams and then the giant splash onto big show and that's what he does and uh he he was he was asked backstage why did he do what he did and uh you know saying big show was jealous of him that he was the world's strongest man and He's always been jealous, and he's always gonna be jealous. Set so, uh, up a
2: big show, Mark Henry feud.
1: Yep. Yeah, so shades of uh, of 2011 when they had their uh, their good uh, good run. So um, be on the lookout for that. So uh, next up, we got to hear from Roman Reigns, who's been out with a hernia injury. Um, and they basically asked when he's gonna return. And he said, "Well, soon, I hope." And you know, talking about the match between Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins and. Saying, oh, that guy's wishing he's the future, but I'm going to make him the past. Believe that. So, I mean, it's a good way to keep, you know, the crowd, or at least remind the crowd that he's there and that he'll be coming back soon.
0: But every time they do it, as <laughs> the, uh,
1: it's like the gist of, hey, how's it going? He's like, pretty good. And they're
0: like, oh, okay. That's the gist <laughs> of like, every- oh, cool. Thanks. All right. right.
1: Well, we'll make sure to believe that. Right. So, uh, so, I mean, it was probably a minute long. Nothing really from nothing to get from it. Uh, but next up, we got to see uh, AJ Lee going up against Alicia Fox with Paige on commentary during this. And uh, how'd that go? I mean, I don't know. It's another another. I, I don't know. This thing just will not die. Um, you know, Paige went to try and motivate. Alicia Fox by like pushing her and shoving her and all that and then AJ ends up getting the win with a roll up um, which you know they're all too fond of and apparently no one can kick out of
2: no it's not possible
1: it's not um, so AJ ends up getting the victory after the matchup Paige attacks Alicia Fox screaming you know you're a terrible best friend I don't need a best friend, my best friend. Nah, 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 nah. so uh, my real br- my real best breath- friend, best friend Best friend. My breast yeah, friend. Yeah, breast is, friend. <laughs> yeah, tell us more about your breast fan, friends.
2: She lives in Glasgow. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah? That's interesting. So, <laughs> so, Your best friend, what? What? What were you we saying?
2: No, that's that's Paige's best friend lives in Glasgow.
1: Oh, okay. All right, well, there you go. So uh, <laughs> next up, we got to see John Cena come out, uh, cut a promo, and, you know, I forget what. <laughs> but uh but Stephanie came out tried to convince him to join the authority he said no I do this for the fans and then Stephanie's like the fans don't like you um who really so cares, be it. <laughs> who really cares about him anyways and John Cena was like oh my god all of the 12 years all of a sudden it just makes sense of course I'll join the authority no he didn't say that but that would have been should've. that would have been trippy it was just, if he just, just like everyone's talking about oh man maybe this will be the time maybe this will be the time What if just all of a sudden he just goes, you know what? You're right. Okay, I'll join. Just so nonchalantly, that would. I mean, it would be so stupid. It would be so stupid. That would be the ultimate middle finger to like all the wrestling fans who have been like asking for a John Cena hill turn. But uh, he's like, yeah, okay, all right, I'm on your side now. How's the loyalty respect? But uh, <laughs> but uh, Triple H comes out and is like, see, I told you he wasn't going to do it. He, I knew he wasn't going to do it, it but you're money. just going to came out here and, yeah, gentleman's bet. Now you know, you got to, okay. Um, but, you know, they set up a, the Survivor Series match saying, okay, well, it's going to be the authority, Team Authority versus Team John Cena you know, five on five good luck finding some teammates or whatever which you know later on in the show they show uh Cena talking to Dolph Ziggler and they shake hands and then uh you know another backstage segment was Kane talking to Ziggler saying oh I heard you were talking to Cena and I look forward to destroying you because of it <laughs> so that set up a match for later on in the in the night Rawr. but this this segment between John Cena and the authority went about 20 to 25 minutes. Which is unnecessarily long. Damn. Um, don't really get it, but I mean, it was the setup. They need air time. Yeah, I guess so. So but whatever. Um, and that took us into the next matchup: the Usos going up against Miz and Mizdow. And uh, once again, this was another one of those where the uh, you know the focus was too much on Mizdow. Um, but you know, the match ended up with uh, the little twin magic from the Usos. Uh, that's what they were calling it, so gotta go Which with it. Which is that.
0: lame because they're baby faces and Yep.
1: Uh Miz and Miz
0: didn't do anything that they needed they didn't cheat to beat them or get anyone up on them that they needed to come up its for. It's just the Usos just said, Hey, we're gonna cheat. Mm-hmm. Which is lame. Yep.
1: So uh there's that WWE logic we all know and love. But uh the Usos do end up getting the victory. Um nothing really special to come from it. Uh, but next up, we got to see Bo Dallas come out and uh, say that he had issued an open challenge to anyone in the back. And uh, to who see- did
0: you think I was thinking? Like one of the Wyatt dudes were coming out.
1: I honestly, th- I was thinking, how how neat would it be to to bring back Ryback? back? And ah. sure enough, they really did. I was legitimately surprised. I was thinking Harper for some reason. Yeah, um, I don't know. I just thought, you know, you got to bring in a good baby face for for this role and you know they normally don't, don't do something like this unless it's going to be like a return of someone and so i was thinking well it's not going to be the rock it's not going to be you know someone like that i was it's like a big guy i was like well you know they did say that ryback had been medically cleared not too long ago so it, it'd be cool to hear the feed me more and then sure enough you hear feed me more and the crowd goes nuts and you know he does his thing to come into the ring and crowd was definitely behind him which was a really good uh good sign and you could tell he was kind of taken back by it you know he's looking at the crowd as they're chanting feed me more and it was you know really getting into it and i saw a video um from the raw fallout stuff that they do and he he started to get a little emotional from it uh and he did he you know in that video he said you know um i've been injured for for quite a while and whenever you Try and push through the pain. You you tend to become someone that you're not. He was like, I was angry. I was a different person. I became a different person, and uh, you know, I apologize to all the fans for the way that I've been. So basically, he's apologizing for his heel run, um, which I thought was good. You know, because we've talked about this before. Like when Del Rio did his face turn, he came out and said, you know, I I've made a lot of mistakes. I've treated a lot of people uh, the way that I shouldn't have treated them, and I apologize for that. So just
0: yeah, it just takes us just. A minimum of a guy going out there and be like, yo, I I was wrong or I was acting Mm -hmm. fucked up or whatever, like that goes such a long way into believing in those guys' baby faces when when it's just so long we've just we've 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 done this baby face like routine of uh, You're attacking the bad
1: guy now. Yeah, the
0: heel got wronged by another heel, so now he's the de facto baby face. And that just doesn't work. I mean like you just forget about all the fucked up shit the guy's done before then just because some other fucked up guy attacked him. It's, mm-hmm. it's just so it just takes a guy saying, look man, I've you know, I was wrong or look, man, I haven't been doing shit the right way, but I'm gonna try to do shit the right way. You know, like yep.
1: And that's just, exactly what he said in the video.
0: That's all that's all it takes. Yep. Like you can believe in this guy as a as a baby face you
1: know? He was like to hear to hear the crowd react the way that they did for me, you know, reminded me of who I was to begin with. He was like, you know, this is a time where we need you know, more good people in the world, and I was being a bad person. Uh, you know, I apologize for that, and you know, I, you know, you're not going to see that side of me anymore. I'm, you know, I want to be, I want to be the hero to these people.
0: That's great. I didn't see that, but I'm glad that you told. You, yeah, you brought that. Definitely, up.
1: Definitely, definitely check that out. And like, I was half expecting him to kind of like break down because you, could, you could tell, you could see the emotion in him. I don't know if he was playing it off, but. Right. It, it looked like genuine genuine emotion to me.
0: He's pretty. He was pretty fucking over when he came
1: out. The girl mm-hmm. was
0: like immediately like. The guy, the one thing you can say about right back is he's always like sort of carried himself as a star, which is a lot of the guys mm. they have don't do that. And yeah.
1: So they just come out, hey everybody, I'm right. here now. Whereas he comes out and is like, I am, right? Yeah. You know, so I th-
0: well, see. So, yeah, the- I just the, where I think that they ran into trouble with him is that. He was just big, like I'm gonna clobber dudes, guy. Yeah. I think they ran in trouble when he had to start selling for people because people weren't didn't understand the dynamic. Mm-hmm. So I think you have to be careful with how you book him like that. But
1: yeah, I
2: don't know. He didn't do so well with the I guess Cena. Yeah,
1: yeah they Cena. they I think they rushed him too quick, and then they turned him heel. So um, you know. But what can he do? But he has returned. He defeated Bo Dallas fairly quickly, uh, and the crowd was definitely hot for it. So really good Whoa. stuff, which uh, takes us into the next matchup, Cesaro versus Dean Ambrose. And before this matchup even gets started, Dean Ambrose gets on the mic saying, you know, I'm not in the best of moods. Uh, you know, Bray Wyatt, if you want to come out and, you know, fight, let's fight. Um, and then he attacks uh, Cesaro with the microphone several times before the match even gets started. Yeah. Um, and uh ends up basically chasing Cesaro off. Um, going back to the ring and Bray Wyatt comes up on the screen saying, you know, whenever I look at you, I look at, you know, a reflection of myself as far as, you know, how crazy we both are, or something like that, something to that degree. I don't know. Um but I don't know. I don't really know how I feel about this this feud yet. Um What what about you guys? I feel iffy. I yeah? don't
2: know why I just it's really, do I like them both, but I don't know yeah. if I really want to see them fight each other.
1: I think it might just be a little bit too soon for Wyatt to come back. You know, we've been having these promos and videos and stuff like that. I just feel like it might have been just too soon. I don't know. What about you, Doug?
0: I don't know. Um, I think it could be interesting, but I don't think we've seen enough to know either way. Yeah. Um, who knows, man? I mean, it could be cool. It could fucking suck. <laughs> it's hard to say. Yeah. Really, really, it's really disheartening for me to see Cesaro be like his fucking whipping boy out there. Though. Yeah,
1: like I said, you know, it's it's been a rough couple of days for him. So never, uh, never fun to see that. Like, and you, you know, he shaved his head. He's growing out the little beard, beard action, and all that. Um, it's just, um, I, I would love for him to be in that elevating area, you know, where he's going to be going up to the next level. It just feels like for some reason, whatever the reason might be, they're just not giving him the opportunity. I just don't know. But I guess we'll have to just see what happens. But uh, next up, we got to see Nikki with Brie by her side (laughs) uh, going up against Naomi. Um, And I guess Brie didn't want to be part of this, but she has to. Otherwise, she has to quit. And uh, Nikki forced her to cheat a little bit, and she felt so bad for that, with the exception of, you know, the times when they were heels, and that was totally acceptable. But uh, Nikki ends up defeating Naomi. Anything to really take away from this? It was
0: weird because maybe I missed it, but I don't think that Nikki even prompted her to cheat. It's just like she saw an opening to cheat. You better help me win. She saw an opening to cheat, and then she did the cheat for Nikki, and then Nikki was like, there you go, Brie, good job, or whatever. And then Brie looked disgusted at herself or bummed out about it. But it didn't seem to me like she was saying, like, hey, now fucking
1: cheat, or whatever. Hey, ref, pay no attention to what she's doing. <laughs>
0: sort of weird. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I really hate to talk, I, I really don't want to come over here and like shit on them because they, they clearly worked so hard on their match. and yeah. It
1: like really felt like, Match good, right. storyline bad. Right. That's the easiest sum up you can do.
0: I mean, there it is. I mean, I mean that that's that is what it is. I just hate to like I don't know. I'm
1: not talking out of
0: both sides of my mouth It's just like the match was good and the angles bad. I mean.
1: Yep. So uh so there you go. So uh, Nikki ends up getting the victory, which takes us into the next matchup. Dolph Ziggler going up against Kane. I really don't get the whole Kane wrestling in his, you know, corporate outfit or whatever. Um, you know, I thought he removed the mask to remove the fighting tendencies to take care of his official work and all that. And so he r- removes the demon just to continue wrestling and now he's just losing. So there's absolutely absolutely
0: no consistency
1: to what anything they do
0: with Kane, so don't yeah, even try to make sense yeah, of it. I guess no. I just need
1: he's just there. Just give it up. He's just there. He's he's filler. So um I'll kill her, no Yeah. You know, so Dolph Ziggler ends up getting the the victory on Kane, but what did you guys think about the matchup itself?
0: It was fine. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, that one uppercut that he gave Ziggler, though looked like he knocked him the fuck
1: out. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking Ziggler about? Sells. I don't think I saw it.
0: I think, like, Ziggler was charging him, and he just gave him, you know how he gives him that open hand, like, mm-hmm. little under-the-chin uppercut? Yeah, he gave him one of those, but it looked like he just fucking caught him, like, pow.
1: Nice. Uh, Good stuff. So, um, that takes us into the main event, Cena versus uh, Seth Rollins, um, you know, Seth Rollins showing the worst for wear, having his ribs taped up, or, you know, his midsection, and, uh, you know, this matchup, I think they went a little over 20 minutes or something like that, my goodness, I want to see more of these guys, um, Great chemistry between these two. I want to see a one-on-one match where they're both at 100%, and it's just these two. No Mercury, no Noble, no Kane, no nothing. I just want to see Rollins versus Cena.
0: Yeah, we talked about this before. These guys have great chemistry, and their styles complement each other. Mm-hmm. And um, I would say, like you. We've already seen that er- uh, earlier in the year, that singles match. They had that showed so much promise, but you could tell they were holding back. Yeah, We got a little more of that this time. And I'd almost say like I really want to see these guys tear it up on a fucking pay per view, but they'd probably fuck the finish. <laughs> so I guess keep it on. Similar the to how they did
1: here, and you know, but uh, I mean, my goodness, let's just have a, just a one on one match, you know, fight to the finish, no false finishes, no outside interference, no weapons of any kind. Let's just have these two go at I it would, for twenty five to thirty. I'd say minutes. eventually it would happen. I think that would be like up on par. Like if these guys got a good. 20 to 25 maybe even 30 minute match where it was a clean finish and no you know no nothing dirty just Rollins versus Cena I think that would be one of the contenders for like a match of the year type of thing these have these guys have such great uh you know chemistry with one another that they could easily tear the house down
0: yeah I mean it's it's crystal clear that these guys have a great great match in them. Mm-hmm. They just need the uh, the platform and to be given the clearance to have it.
1: Yeah, so uh, the match ends up uh, being a uh, disqualification, uh, and that causes you know the the authority to attack, and then the locker room empties out, and for whatever reason, to uh, I don't know. No, I was like, wait, it ain't fucking rumble time. You know? Some some people are authority side, some people are Cena side. I guess I don't know, but uh, I mean my goodness, how quickly everyone can get from the locker room to the ring all at the exact same time without fighting one another, I might add. It's like, hold off the fighting until we get to the ring. Like, it would have been a nice touch if, like, some of them stopped in the, you know, in the entrance and and were fighting, but, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, we got to get to Cena. No, we got to get to Kane, and, you know, but uh anyway. Yes, they didn't know how it was going to shake out until they got
0: to the ring and saw who was hitting who.
1: Yeah, and it was like, hey, which side are you on? Oh, wait, you're being cheered right now, so, okay, you're on my side. Don't
2: fight until you hit the ring.
1: Yeah, so uh, so all in all, <laughs> Raw I thought was okay. Uh, nothing really big to take away from it, but uh, yeah, so Hell in a Cell was good. Raw was, was, was alright, and uh, now it's time to see how, how this pans out. And now, Total Divas with Doug and Tyler. Mostly Doug.
0: No wonder you- Shut up! I have to say, I feel like
1: a real diva. You are a grown-ass woman. Hey, guess
2: what? Hey, hey, hey. It's Total Divas time. So this is the mid-season finale. Hooray. Uh, Okay, this episode... Hold on, hold on. We gotta
0: fix something. Uh, This is... This is Total Divas with Doug and Tyler, mostly Tyler.
2: You're so, a grown-ass woman. Yes. I'll, I'll
1: do it for you. And now, Total Divas with Doug and Tyler. Mostly Tyler. Eh,
2: I don't know the other
1: <laughs> stuff. Get uh, ri-
0: on get, get ready, y'all. Tyler's about to go hard in the paint.
2: <laughs> Something's going over my head, I swear. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck y'all are talking about when y'all keep on saying that. Nothing's uh, going
0: over your head. You've just been playing all the uh, NBA 2K15, so... I just felt
2: like anytime you're doing something, boss. I'm gonna say
0: Tyler's going hard in the paint.
2: Okay, I guess I'll take that. Uh, okay, so it focused around really like two uh, two main story no three three main storylines. Uh, let's go with Nikki Bella and John Cena when they throw brief well the Bella family if they're all in in this uh, episode. Well, they focus on uh Nikki wanting or no, I should say uh Bree wanting, you know, Nikki to follow her dreams. And since TJ and Natalia are going through a divorce, air quotes, uh that causes Nikki to say, "Hey, I don't want to go through that." So, I think it's a good thing we're not getting married or whatever, so that changes her mind. And you know, throughout the episode, Bree is really pushing her. He's like, you need to, you know, out through all the episodes, you need to, you know, follow your instinct and follow your dreams and you know, do what you want to do. And she's like, well, I've changed, you know, I don't, I don't want to go through that what they're doing. And you know, they talk to was it JJ and the brother and the mom and. They took Bree, JJ, and the mom. Called up John Cena. Called him to a restaurant.
0: JJ is the brother that yeah. was on Raw that one time. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: And called uh, John Cena to a restaurant, and uh, uh, Nikki knows nothing of this. And they're questioning him all this stuff.
0: They're giving him the fam, the old family, like, "Hey, are you gonna do right by our?"
2: It's well. It's pretty much just JJ and Bree, the mom is just there, and then she actually defends Nikki. Uh, but it's, you know, uh, JJ was like, "Why don't you just like let her go and like let her find someone else so she can like complete her dream and stuff like that." And uh, it's like, "I don't, you know, I I told Nikki when we first start, you know, this is what I want, you know, and it's like." If she wants to get out, you know, it's fine. You know, I told her, you know, I don't want kids. You know, I don't want to be married and all that stuff. And, and JJ was like, pretty much, hey, you just need to let her go and let her do her own thing. And I forgot how that ended, but pretty much, really, the end of the episode ended that John Cena was trying to break up with Nikki. Because he says he's being selfish. He's like, you're changing because of me. And if you love something, you gotta let it go.
0: How was Cena acting the whole time they were questioning him? Was he like Daddy, Daddy Cena mode, where he's like real dry and calm and like? Pretty much. Yeah.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Nothing. Uh, Every time
0: he, I, I love whenever they show them together because he's all like, he, he feels like the dad, and he has, and like Nikki feels like his teenage daughter or something.
2: Like the way he talks to her. Nothing either. rattles him really. Yeah. Uh. And another storyline was this is actually um, Eva Marie's Maurice' uh, wedding day, whatever. I like how all the finales are
0: on weddings. This is great.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, it didn't get the same feel as the Daniel Bryan and Brie wedding. Oh, it was a bummer. But, no, I mean it was a nice wedding from uh, what you know it looked like, but it did, I didn't get the vibe as you know how they're making it bigger, right? Right. You know, throughout the episode. <laughs> Uh, there really wasn't too much going on. She got ready and got all the dress or they went to go, uh, Jonathan, and her went to go, you know, get fitted, I guess for a dress and it was the same place dress in the suit, same place and Jonathan got three suits so he can change out throughout the, the evening. Wow. Yeah. That was weird. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's what, that's what even Marissa is like. There's only one diva around here <laughs> and she points to herself uh the dress that she had was like it was all white and it was a long dress and then when it got to like from her waist up and then it split into two things you can see like there's like uh nothing in the middle it's like i guess it you can see her cleavage and all that stuff but like and it went around her neck and i was like
0: like a huge boob window yeah like power
2: girl style like where it's like <laughs> a little different but kind of similar uh And she's like, yeah, my daddy's going to be so proud. (laughs) I don't know. I kind of laughed. I was like, I mean, you know, dad's going to be proud of Walker, uh, I guess, daughter down the aisle. But I don't know how. I mean, he loved it. The dress and all that stuff. Um, Was there anything else? There really wasn't too much. Then they showed the wedding.
0: Everybody was cool. Everybody had a good time.
2: Yeah. Vinny was there. He was dancing. Uh, There you go yeah I mean the wedding was it was a success, oh yeah one thing I, one thing I saw and I was like, what the fuck because okay, I think both the brothers was the uh, Johnson's groomsmen. Oh. they come up to him and, you know and he goes up to him and gives him you know like the hey I got your hand in one hand and the half a hug whatever right I was like, really I was like, y'all come friends, those two motherfuckers the last season were giving you shit now y'all like uh cool but uh, yeah um that was pretty much it the wedding was all good no drama now here comes the drama Is it involve my two least, least favorite people on the show oh my gosh yes
0: or are they still the absolute worst people in the show
2: okay tj wasn't that bad this episode i they swear al- they alternate like one they time you're like yeah.
0: i can't believe how awful natalia is and the next time you're like i can't believe how awful tj is
2: all he was, he wasn't even fucking talking this episode. All he was, he had, like, his headphones, and sometimes he was mostly on his phone. Like,
0: his and- me in the ring, he's doing the, like, not paying attention to him. Yeah,
2: that was pretty <laughs> much it. He's just doing that, and she's like, oh, I can't stand to be around him. And, like, he's just like, talking shit, and he's just there on his phone. And I was like, oh, man, he's really not doing nothing. I mean, I-, I don't know. So, Natalia was talking to Eva Marie, and was like, hey, um, during the wedding... I know you have like all these tables. You want people to sit with each other. Can you like separate me and TJ so we won't sit sit by each other? It's not something you ask someone to do at their wedding. And Eva was like so awkward, she's like uh, uh, I no. don't want to do this. She's like, she's like, Neil, like, I can sit by your mom. And Eva Marie's like, well, you don't really know my mom. And uh, but they, she ended up put her putting them together. But then um, each of the cast members come together in different parts. So there's one part where the Bellas were talking like, well, we need to get Natalia and TJ together. So they told Natalia, Hey, we're going out. We're going out. This is a girl's night. Well, they also told TJ, Hey, we just, I forgot what they told TJ, but they got them together and stuff and she was pissed. Was like this was supposed to be a girl's night. And it, it, To me, I felt like it was some sort of intervention because they were eating and then here comes Ariane and um, uh, Vinny and they show up, too, and they're all, like, surrounding them. They're sitting at a table, and, like, Natalia's about to cry, and, like, TJ's like, whatever. He's just sitting, <laughs> he's just sitting there, and uh, they're trying to, like, hey, wh- why y'all fighting? They're trying to, like, try to tell them, hey, y'all shouldn't be fighting. So the all guys stuff.
0: and girls were there, or just the girls of Vinny and TJ?
2: Yeah, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she was kind of freaking out, and she eventually walks out, and then she wants to leave. They're all in this, this car and they were going, to, uh, I think I was after, they're all going in there and Talia wants to leave. And, and TJ's like, come on, they're throwing us for us. Just get in the car. And she's like, no, I'm not getting in the car. And she's like trying to walk off and all this bullshit. And so they get to the wedding and she's, she grabs Ari on. She's like, look at this list right here. I'm sitting by TJ. She's like, come on, that's your husband.
0: Who the fuck, like, makes demands of someone else's
2: wedding? That's stupid. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. And, like, it's just her just, pretty much this episode is just her freaking out and contemplating, should I be with this guy and all this stuff. And it's like, you could tell that TJ wants it to work. I mean, he's not saying much, but when he does talk, it's like, he's not saying, like, hey, I want a divorce.
0: Well, look, like, I'm not, like, I don't want to put it all, Natalia is the worst. Don't get me wrong. But it's not, I don't feel like it's all on her. TJ is also the worst. He may be like, uh, yeah, I want this to work. He may say those words, but he doesn't ever act like he's like trying to make it work. Though. He yeah, just I got says, that. Like, you know what I mean? They're both the worst. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, Yeah, you know, I don't know. And
2: their story. In- oh, no, no, no. One thing, Natalia. Okay, you know how Natalia hates Summer Ray? Yeah, they're a fucking buddy buddy in this episode. It, it was they're sitting by like a, uh they're sitting on a, uh at a table and she's like, "Well, oh, she, you like me more than teacher right now." And it's like, and Natalia's laughing and all stuff. They're cutting up. I'm like, "What the fuck?" You grabbed that bitch by her hair. Wow. Now you're I mean, friends. But the episode ended. What about Rosa? Was Rosa on? I did not see her at all. At all, uh, unless she was at the wedding, I did not see her um Daniel Bryan made you know cameo he was there uh but the episode ended at Natalia just walking out of the wedding and getting in a car she's like I don't know I can do this I don't know if I can do this anymore she gets in her car and takes off
0: well this is the mid season finale so we don't know when it's
2: uh when it's back so we had one happy Ending two, maybe like not so happy ending cliffhangers. If that's makes sense. no, but you know, you're on the edge, you don't know what's gonna happen. Is John Cena gonna break up with Nikki? Is Isn't this like Natalia? the second time they've done that? Um, um. Well, no, 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 Nikki was the one that was iffy. Now it's John Cena, um, and now Natalia. Uh, they're going to get divorced, divorce. Or maybe not. And there's drama going on. They show next part of the season. Oh, no. They got uh, um, Paige and Alicia Fox. Oh, no. It's crazy.
1: So crazy.
2: And that's about it.
1: Girl, bye. There you go. So time on to move on into the uh, hot topics of the week. Uh, for those of you who did not know and happen to own a uh, Xbox 360 or PlayStation 3, WWE 2K15 has been released for those consoles. And here to talk about it is our very own, Tyler, don't call me a bear, a bear ball so hard. Go for it, Tyler. <laughs> Booyah. <laughs> uh,
2: Tyler, I want you to go hard in the paint. Go hard in the paint. <laughs> I will go hard in the paint. Uh, okay. Today we are recording this episode, uh-huh. October twenty eighth. Yes, and that's the day it comes out. Correct. Um, I've read three different reviews. Three. <sighs> IGN is one of them. Mm-hmm. Now, two of them, two of them was calling it really mediocre. IGN was one of them. The third one was all right. wasn't super great. Uh of course they're going to get rid of some features or they're not going to have certain things like from my understanding they don't have like you know like the graphic enhancements mm-hmm. yeah And hey, who uh, was
0: Rosa making out with on total Divas? That know, I'm was Looking at a picture but I can't see Oh uh, okay. that was
2: like two episodes ago some ch- chick my bad There's some chick
0: Okay I'm sorry ah. okay. um I was trying to get – I was trying to find when they're coming back, While you're doing this good.
2: From what they, they're saying uh, – they were saying something about – I don't know if, like, the moves – like, the grapple, like I said, the grapple, like, that uh, new uh, paper, rock, scissors kind of grapple little thing when you first start, that's not going to be in there. And I think – they took out certain modes. I don't know if this is gonna be for the uh next gen or not, but you know that create a uh, finisher is out. Oh. They took that out. They took out
0: That never really worked anymore. Yeah, it wasn't that
2: great. And I'm I'm fine with that. Um they actually one little little thing that I like they took out apparently is you know how for three sixty you can uh, add your own tracks. They took that out. Even for Xbox? Yes, even for Xbox. Um what else they uh they were saying that the 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 n x t mode for 360 and p s three didn't work quite as well hmm. um i guess for the xbox three sixty what it felt like was it was last year, but how they were talking like some of the moves were weird and stuff so i i don't know it could be the same as last year's maybe two k fourteen but they were talking in the reviews like if you wanna this could be a rent. It's like if you want to play a wrestling game, play 2K14. I was like, wow. But I, I don't know how it could be a downgrade. I hope that uh, 2K15 is really good on next-gen consoles. But, you know, you know, a lot of people have uh, – you know, a few games, you know, they're like, you know, some people are like, oh, I don't like this part, but I've gotten used to it and cause it's still a lot of options that you can do. Yeah. And a lot of people gripe online like, oh, this game sucks. You have no fucking alternative for wrestling games. True. It's either you bitch and just don't play it or shut the fuck up and play it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I hope uh, we also saw that there are certain characters that there's two CM Punk's, two Dave Batistas, two, two Daniel Bryan's, two Del Rio's, which two Del Rio's floors me. I don't understand that. But they're notorious about, hey, we have these two different characters, but they have the same moves.
1: We have 63 people on the roster, but if you're calling only one person, then we've got 32 people on the roster. But I thought
2: there was one point they were going to have 92. I I, I guess that's including DLC, but I thought I saw a a screen of like the character selection, yeah, and I counted it, it was 92, unless that was fake, mm. so no telling.
1: Well, is that counting managers and divas?
2: Uh, divas has their own page, you click on them and it goes to okay. their own little
1: page, just making sure like the 92 doesn't include all of that. So, so I, I don't know, still kind of lackluster, though. I don't know. I don't I don't like it that they're saying oh well, you've got all these people it's like yeah you have all these people but you've got two or three of them that are the same person
2: yeah they 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 do that shit And it pisses me off yeah. and I I don't
1: know you've got Chris Jericho and Chris Jericho retro version and WCW version and ECW version so you've got four Chris Jericho I saw that that page yeah put those skins two Randy Ortons
2: yeah. Um... <sighs> I don't know. I thought that – where did I hear it? I thought that – I swear it's going to be like 92.
1: Mm.
2: I don't know. And I, there, there's really no legends. I didn't see too many legends. What, you have Stone Cold, maybe The Rock. Hulk Hogan and Sting. Hulk Hogan and Sting. Diamond Dallas Page. But they oh, usually man. have like two or three rows of like current rosters and like two or three rows of like what they call legends. Yeah. I didn't see that. Mm. But 2K15 says there's the same amount – that's in all rosters except for the next gen. They're gonna have because of the my career mode. Yeah, and what I only think of is Bill Demott.
1: Yeah, is the only one. We'll have to see. I don't know, but I, I don't know. Not if, a strong start for uh, no for WWE 2K15. No, 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 no. Uh <laughs> from all three of them,
2: it wasn't. One of them was like low seventies. Yeah the other two was like maybe six something not stuff still not that great i don't know i'm kind of worried though yeah for the next gen though. well we'll
1: see how it turns out for the next maybe gen maybe they consoles. you know
2: cuz they're they are having certain things in that maybe they like they amped up this one that's what they're trying to prove mm-hmm. but why would they sabotage or make their other ones look bad if it's like hey guess what uh that might suck but hey now you should get a ps4 or
1: maybe that's why they are xbox it. one
2: I don't know, but they've same been hyping with, the shit. Same out. with
1: uh, Super Smash Brothers for the 3DS is different from the Super Smash Brothers going to be coming out in in a month or two.
2: Yeah, but uh that doesn't really suck or whatever. There's different. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's also complaints about how like certain characters like look like too cartoony in 360, mm-hmm. like John Cena. Roman Reigns, yeah, not uh, enough improvement on yeah, their graphics. Some of them look
1: good, and some of them don't. Yeah, it's like for me, the, you know, you could have the best looking graphics in the world, the good mechanics. Good mechanics, and my my main concern is whenever you're actually fighting. I don't care about the cutscenes. You can make the cutscenes have them actually be the real people, mm-hmm. you know, but whenever they're in the ring, that's what I want to look real. Yeah. So.
2: Uh, they also said you know how last year they have uh defeat the streak yeah mode, after you beat that who got NXT mode you have some sort of like that some but more. with John Cena, the Superman John Cena mode mm. thingy. Uh, what else did I see? Um,
1: get seen by John Cena.
2: <laughs> uh, there's some other stuff I was gonna say. What else did they take out? They said that the uh, universe mode there was a few improvements, but that was the thing they needed to work on more. It seemed like mm. they could add it more, but they really didn't, and stuff like that. And like, I agree. There, I did like universe mode, but I, I saw everything they could throw out. There was like one thing I saw one time of the storyline I'd never seen before, and I never seen it again. Yeah, a storyline. So. <laughs> I mean who knows what they're going to do. Uh the really the showcase was the best. Uh, modes was really the uh showcase. Yeah. That's what they said.
1: We'll have to see what improvements are made for uh for the uh Xbox 1 and PlayStation 4. But so.
2: I think for those two I think the highlight is they're supposed is the my career mode.
1: Yeah. Really. So we'll see how that all plays out. But uh, but thank you, Tyler. Good stuff. Um, for those of you who are fans of Batista and or Marvel movies, um, I know it was announced. Check and check. It was, uh, it was announced today. We've got a lot of Marvel movies on the way, including Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Avengers, Infinity War, Part 1 and 2. It's going to be coming out uh, in the next few years. Batista is going to be uh, in all three of those. I just think it's so cool. awesome
2: how it's like I, I never h- would think Batista would be in this situation and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's really good for him. And
1: Well, I heard that whenever they sign someone to these Marvel contracts, it's like you have to sign for like a five-picture deal. And that's good for him, you know. Yeah. So, hats off to him. Great stuff. So, uh, so yeah. So be on the lookout I mean, for that. Does his own years. stunts. Uh, um, you're not really beating up your
2: body, and you're making hell of money. You know, hell yeah. Especially Merch. from Marvel. Mm-hmm. You you're part of the Marvel family. You're gonna make oh, yeah. f- fucking tons of money. It's Heck. like I know you like wrestling, but you you don't have to go back to wrestling.
1: Heck yeah! Take your money and. Enjoy retirement. Be smart. I say. Be like The Rock. Yeah. So, uh, final bit of Hot Topic news. It's actually a rumor coming out uh, earlier today that uh, Kurt Angle will re sign with TNA to finish out his career. Again, this is just a rumor. So, uh, thoughts on uh, Kurt Angle not returning to WWE, finishing it up in, uh, in TNA? Because I know sure. he's actually spent more time now in TNA than he did in WWE. Really? Mm hmm.
2: Wow. Yeah.
1: So, uh, So, what are your thoughts on that?
2: I missed him when. Uh, being in WWE but I mean if that contract if this is true and like they're not giving him like hey like a little halftime contract thing for WWE I mean mm. what can you do? And your body can't take a whole you know
1: Yeah full schedule. It sucks. Oh I would it like does. To see him back in WWE.
2: Yep. Proper send off I guess. How about you, Doug?
0: Um I'm sure once TNA folds and WWE <laughs> And then buy his. Nah, I don't know. I'm just.
1: Let's <laughs> <laughs> just buy out his contract for yeah, less. No, and um, you work for us now.
0: But I don't. It's past the point to where it feels like. Uh, sentimentally, for me, like I feel like he needs to be back. It's just sort of whatever. I mean, you know. Yeah. I don't know.
1: So. But time will tell. We'll have to see whenever, I think he said he makes his announcement in January as far as where he's going. That's, that's when
0: they find out if TNA is fucking closing shop or not. Yeah. They don't true. have any dates in America. They don't have any dates until January. Yeah.
1: Did you hear that uh, that report about someone driving by the TNA office during the week and there was no one there? Like not, well, no what are cars they going to do? They're, the they're not running long. any fucking shows. Yeah. So uh, it's kind of scary for them right now. Up in limbo. But uh, time to go into the Q&A portion of the show. Your questions, are answers. First question comes to us from Seth Rickson, saying, Do you feel that the current pay-per-view system is too structured and makes the booking too predictable? I feel that WWE should retire the Elimination Chamber, Hell in a Cell, and some other non-Big Four for a while. Maybe after three or five years, uh, book to build. Um, maybe after three or five years, Book and build to a WCW type war games, but with taller cages. Then start, then start to rotate the old pay per view uh, formats every few years, so they seem special again. Do you think that would freshen up the pay per views if this was done other than if this was done other than Punjabi Prison and King of the uh, King of the Road? Um, what things would you like to see make a short term comeback? I don't know if you meant Ring, King of the Ring or King of the Road. King of the Road. So, uh, I I mean, we've talked about this a couple times as far as, um, you know, too many pay-per-views, I feel. Get rid of the gimmicky pay-per-views like Hell in a Cell, Elimination Chamber, TLC. Make them mean something again. Um, but will they do it? Probably not. What do you think, Doug?
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, is, it is problematic because everyone knows that this month, at this time of the year, these type of matches are going to happen. So... The booking doesn't or it's not like the booking organically gets these guys to these places where they need to have these types of matches. Mm -hmm. Everyone just knows that. Oh well, in October it's time for the cage matches. You know, like
1: oh time to fight. Right. So, like remember back whenever they announced that all right, you two, I've had enough of this. You know, if you guys are gonna settle it, you're gonna settle it. Inside Hell and in a Cell, and fans would go nuts. And I was just like, "Oh, this Sunday we got Hell in a Cell." Well,
0: I feel like if if I'm being honest, I feel like I can I think I can see the other side of it is that uh, they know that X amount of people are going to buy Hell in the Cell no matter what because yeah. it's Hell in the Cell. Now, if you are if you have these, they're not unbranded, but you have these pay-per-view names that don't necessarily have to do with, like, branding the gimmick matches, Mm -hmm. then you have a little bit more leeway. But if people know what they're getting at TLC, people know what they're getting at Hell in a Cell, and maybe that helps them be assured X amount of buys. I don't know. I I could see that being a possibility. So I could see why they may want to do that. But I think overall – uh, and in the long run, it hurts them more than it helps just because they're so shoehorned into what they have to do. And uh, nothing feels like it really belongs there yeah. uh, once it does happen. As far as like uh, phasing it out and phasing in, like a war, war Games is a gimmick match too. I mean, if the booking <laughs> isn't good to get you to War Games, it doesn't matter. It, yes, War Games is a gimmick match that hasn't been used in a long time. Uh, so it will be fresh just because of that. But ultimately, if you bring that back and you don't have the booking to get you to War Games properly, then it's just going to be another gimmick match that you're shoehorning all these angles into.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's also been uh, discussed. I don't know if it's officially confirmed or not, but there's talk about uh, removing the Elimination Chamber pay per view uh, for 2015 and re- moving it later in the year, like closer in the summer, and then uh, rebranding that. The pay per view in between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania as like fast lane or something something similar that you know says you're on the fast lane to WrestleMania or something like that. I've sort of accepted
0: like, Elimination Chamber at this point. To me, it's sort of like part of Mania season in that you know that yes, Rumble winner gets uh, title shot at Mania, but champion has to survive He'll, uh, Elimination Chamber to get to Mania as well. So I've sort of accepted like. Elimination chamber bothers me less than like your TLCs and your mm-hmm. not that it needs to be there. It can they could easily do without it. But I yeah. I've sort of accept that goes down easier for
2: me than some of these others. I kinda like let that go. I mean I don't wanna see it anymore because of the now they have one title.
1: hmm And you know, how many times has the title changed hands uh at you know, the elimination chamber leading to WrestleMania? I mean, it has. Yeah, but just not very often. So I think most of the, most of the time the, the matches are kind of set in stone, with the exception of like the Undertaker losing to, uh, to Chris Jericho, setting up the Shawn Michaels and Undertaker matchup and all that. But, um, you know, I don't know. I've, I feel like uh, if they already have their WrestleMania card in mind, pretty much whoever is the champion going into Elimination Chamber is going to go out. As uh as champion.
0: I mean not necessarily, but maybe.
1: Yeah. So uh but thank you for the question, Seth. We certainly do appreciate it. Next question is coming to us from Garrett saying, uh my question is, uh, what did you guys watch when you were kids? Um my uh, I got I was watching Power Rangers. So I guess aside from wrestling, what did you guys watch growing up?
0: Um well I'm a big kid of the eighties. I was born in the early eighties. I all that like Boy shit that the cliche boy shit from the 80s is my childhood. I loved all that shit. I was a big He Man in the Masters of the Universe. I was big Transformers, big G.I. Joe, big Thundercats, all that shit. Even some of the, the lesser known shit that was still sort of like revolved around that, like your Silverhawks and shit like that. Hmm. But uh, all that, like, boy um, cartoon show accompanied or cartoon show that was made to accompany action figures. Or cartoon shows that were made to sell action figures, like all of that '80s shit. Like that's my childhood.
1: Nice. How about you, Tyler? What did you watch? Growing oh, up? I did
2: watch Power Rangers. Uh, <laughs> let's see. There's different. Stuff not only like did we watch. Undercats.
1: Not only did we watch Power Rangers, but we actually got to meet Jason David Frank not yeah. too long ago.
2: Um, What was it? Street Sharks. <laughs> stuff like that. Nice. Was it Cowboys and Mumesa? Uh, what was that? uh? Hmm. I'm trying to think of all the other stuff. There's a lot of cartoons I watch.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Captain Planet?
1: Yeah. I know I watched uh, Rocco's Modern Life. Doug, Ren and Stimpy, um, I watched Power Rangers, uh, Animaniacs, The Critic, uh, The Tick, The Amazing Spider-Man, X-Men, uh, grew up watching all of those.
2: I think this is an older cartoon, you know, but they still showed it, they still Garfield. showed it whatever, but uh, like, I still love it, and it's not for everyone, but I, I love R- Rocky and Bullwinkle.
1: Yeah? Yeah. That's cool. I watched a couple of episodes of that growing up. Good stuff, but thanks for the question, Garrett. Getting to know a little bit about us, I guess. Uh, next question is coming to us from Jaggy Babs on YouTube saying, there Hey guys, is. love the show as always. I was thinking, uh, I was thinking, do you guys think Rollins is viable as a world champion material at the moment, especially considering now there is only one world title? Seeing as Brock has the title, I can't see him dropping it to Rollins. I can see Rollins cashing in at Mania because it would be a first and it would be the culminate, comu- uh, culminate, ah, uh, blah culmination of him getting what's coming to him when he loses the match to whoever Brock drops the title to. Do you agree uh, he will win the title or do you think he will drop the money in the bank to someone else?
2: I think he's going to win the title. Yeah. I think they're really high on him. Mhm. I don't know how. Yeah. But I think I don't think he's going to drop it.
1: Maybe that mania moment, you never know. Um but do you think he is championship material at the moment?
2: Uh I don't know.
1: Not sure. I'm iffy. Still undecided on that one. How about yeah. you, Doug?
0: I'm sorry, what was the question?
1: Do you feel that uh Seth Rollins is cha- uh, championship material right now at this moment?
0: In the ring, he's he's there. I uh, I think his promo could use uh, some work, although he's come leaps and bounds from where he started as far as talking because he was dog shit in ROH as <laughs> a as a talker, uh, he's come a long way. But he can still use some work and uh, I mean as far as like charisma presence Yeah, he, he could come away with that stuff, but in the in the ring he's there. I mean
1: Okay. Good stuff. So thanks, Jaggy Baz. Last question coming to us from Occam City saying, Hey guys, if the physics for WWE two K fifteen are as good as they are for NBA two K fifteen, which Tyler knows all about. Uh, the game should be amazing. For Ambrose's gimmick, I want to see more than uh, I want to see more Brian Pillman and less Joker. Since Halloween is this week, are there any WWE promos or moments that either scared you or freaked you out? For me, it was definitely Jake the Snake unleashing the Cobra on Randy Savage in '91 or 2. Uh, I was five or six when it aired, and it always stayed with me. Uh, another moment was the Taker sightings in '94. Um, the only promo I remember was the one with the school teacher and Taker appearing in the playground. Again, I was still pretty young to me, and wrestling was still real. So uh, thanks, Occam City. What do you think, Tyler? Um, Were there any WWE promos or moments that scared you or freaked you out?
2: Boogeyman. Boogeyman? Yeah? I don't
1: know. Uh, He he is coming to get you.
2: Yeah. Did you see that uh, video they posted, uh, I guess, recently that got him to come? scared
1: all the talent and all that? No. Wait, what?
2: All the people in the corporate office. Yeah, that's what I was um, getting at. Yeah,
1: I didn't get to see all of it, but I saw like just a couple stills and stuff like that.
2: No, there's not nothing that comes to my head about nothing scary. Something,
1: yeah. Uh, it's so scary. How about you, Doug? You don't want to think
0: of anything that that I was afraid of? Nothing
1: freaking you out or making you scared I
0: don't think not that I can remember. I...
1: Yeah, same for me. I just I don't know. I can't. Nothing can really come off the top of my head. So, uh... But, anyways, thanks for the question. We certainly appreciate it. Make sure to submit your questions by going to our Facebook page, WNS Podcast, our YouTube page, WNS Video. Make sure you hit the subscribe button on there if you're listening on YouTube. Uh, check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com and WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. And subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast.
2: Hey, also on our Facebook hey. page, uh... Uh, talk to us about WB 2K15. Yeah. Because we'd like to talk about it.
1: Yeah. Good stuff.
2: If you want to follow us on uh, Stitcher... Y'all yeah, doing Spon- that John Donal-Mite shit? Because you put up a picture or whatever.
1: Yeah, we haven't had any entries for that. So I guess either no well, one listened didn't officially or... Well, you did Oh, yeah. Because we, we were going to talk about it.
2: about it. Yeah, we haven't really talked so about it. So for those it.
1: of you who are listening right now, let us know if you want to... If you would be interested in doing something like that. So, you know, because... If you aren't going to put in the effort, we're not going to put in the effort.
2: I just also wanted to show the evolution.
1: Yeah. Evolution of John Dynamite. Uh,
2: yeah. Uh, we're on Stitcher, yeah, on Pod, that. and Player.fm. Just search for us source uh, podcast to find us. This
1: is John Dynamite going to be fighting in WWE 2K15? Is that how he would sound? No? Okay. Doug's turn. Doug's turn. The I'm sorry.
2: I get. This. <laughs> Did uh, you ever
1: find out when Total Divas returns? No, I couldn't find. Ah. Oh.
0: Okay. Are we on Twitter now? Yes. Okay. Uh, follow us on Twitter <laughs> at WNS. I'm sorry. I someone started messaging me. I had to respond. I had to do it right then. Uh, okay. Uh, follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast at WNS underscore Daniel and at Tyler underscore
1: Especially Tyler underscore Abear. Got to get that million millions for a bear send them dick pics send them lots of dick pics so there you go for the podcast crew it on. was
2: a hardened in the paint for dick pics <laughs> i am wow. daniel heron i am wwe2k15 uh
0: no you're not i'm teenager of the year dog and we will see you all next week and we'll see you all next week dog i just said that